Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. The streets of Union City. To your nighttime radio. Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey, no. And welcome to Monday Night in New Jersey. Steve Trevelis hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight, starting off the week. Want to uh, wish condolences on those Phillies fans who uh, lost the World Series over the weekend. Believe me, I feel your pain. I've heard your pain. Uh, so much to talk about tonight. Uh, it would normally be, I guess, 8 o'clock and now it's 7 o'clock. I can't get used to this. I hate the... Uh, the, the, the fall back with the time change, Eastern Standard Time. If we're up to me, we would never set our clocks back again. If it were up to the Senate, we would never set our clocks back again. But unfortunately, when it gets to the House Speaker, we're setting the clocks back again. And uh, once again, last Sunday, as we do every year around this time, we had to set our clocks back an hour. Good news, we got an extra hour of sleep. Unless, of course, you were working an overnight shift in Philadelphia, but that's bad news. Bad news. We're losing an extra hour of sun, and we're going to be dealing with the darkness like we did today. Right? 4.30 in the, af- in the afternoon is where we're headed with the darkness. If we're up to me, we would never change daylight savings time. And I'm not the only one who feels that way. Like I said, earlier this year, in March, the U.S. Senate passed the Sunshine Protection Act which would have kept daylight savings time year-round in all but two states, Arizona and Hawaii. And this would start next year. And many say it would lead to, like, greater economic activity toward the end of the day. Businesses would be open longer. People would be going out. People would be less depressed. Uh, you'd have the sun for the day and not most of the day. The only problem is we're still waiting for the House to approve this bill. The measure has been held at the desk of Speaker Nancy Pelosi. No telling when or if there will ever be a vote, the approval of which would enable it to make its way to President Joe Biden's desk, which could actually have us no longer worrying about setting the clocks back or ahead or any of it. Uh, You know, I I have so many clocks in my house. I was talking to my boss about this and about how, you know, how many clocks in your house you just have to wait six months now because I have no idea how to set my car clock back. I have no idea. There are clocks in my house that I just, they just blink. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, and there are those who oppose permanent daylight savings time. Uh, some medical experts say it messes with the relationship between your body clock and the sun. Uh, I don't know. I mean, are we still doing that? You know, back in Cro-Magnon, prehistoric man, you know, like uh, before technology was invented, we went to bed and we got up with the sun. Now, everybody works such crazy hours, all different times of the day or night, that I don't know how aligned your body actually is with the sun. But I would combat that. I would balance that by talking about the, um, the less depressing mood you're in 
when you have the daylight longer during the day. There were those like Stephen Calandrillo, who's a professor at the University of Washington. He's a law professor. He explains how daylight savings time could actually save lives, as well as improve your sleep, increase commerce, decrease crime, save energy. But for me, it's just simple common sense. You feel better when it's light outside. Kids could play outside longer. You could do more things after work, like running or going to the park or walking on the beach. Given the choice, I would rather have the daylight savings time. I would rather have daylight longer. How do you feel? 1-800-283-101.5. I got a Twitter poll up. And uh, would you like to see daylight savings time made permanent? Uh, 216 votes. 67.1 want it. 32.9 want to leave things as they are. How do you feel? 1-800-283-101.5. What do you like about daylight savings time? What do you hate about daylight savings time? Are you a fan of moving the clock back? How messed up has your day been since we set the clocks back an hour? Did you get to take advantage of the hour sleep? The extra hour that you got? Did it mess up your body clock? You know, you, you think it's an hour later, but it's not. Given the choice, very simple question, would you rather have the daylight savings time year-round so that we have the light longer, or would you rather do this, the Eastern Standard Time and then the daylight savings time, and we spring ahead, fall back, set the clock, set the clock, and uh, how's your body clock reacting to that? 1-800-283-101.5. Arguments to be made on both sides. I read so many different articles on this, and there, there are. You know, there are pro and there are cons to both sides of it. But I just am not a fan. I know what we're getting into. You know, I know we're headed toward 4.30 darkness. You know, there's darkness on the edge of town right now. You know, 7.15, and it's like midnight outside. 1-800-283-101.5. If you had the choice, how did you feel about setting your clock back today? Or yesterday, I'm sorry. Saturday morning. By the way, if you start a job at 2 o'clock in the morning and they set the clock back, you shouldn't have to do that hour. Just saying. No, 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 yeah, just saying. But uh, how did it work out for you? Did it screw up your day yesterday? Given the choice, would you like to just keep it? And never have to be bothered with it again. I don't get how we benefit from this. You know, we're past the time, you know, we're not farmers. And that's like a myth as well. We're doing this for the kids. We're doing this for the workers. We're doing this because we want the sun longer. I don't even know why we're doing this anymore. It's 2022. Some things we just outgrow. Have we outgrown setting the clocks back? Is this something that you would just like to see? Given the choice, and make the argument, given the choice, would you rather see the sun later or would you rather see the sun earlier? Maria is in Lindenwald on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Maria. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. All right, what do you think? I think we should have this the spring ahead. I don't like this fallback. It messes everything all up. Absolutely. How many clocks have you are you unable to set? <laughs> At least two. 
I know. You, now, now you have no idea what time it is. Now, depending on where you look, and if you haven't set that clock, and now your mind is thinking it's an hour later, and next thing you know, you find out it's an hour earlier. I know, especially when you have to get up for work. Uh-huh. What time do you get up for work? Uh, 4.30. In the morning? In the morning. Oh, my God. See, you, you, you want to have it later. You don't, you know, you want to have the sun later in the day. You're already up early anyway. Yes. Exactly. I'm with you. Maria, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Given the choice, would you like to see daylight savings time made permanent? Where we're no longer setting the clocks back. Where we get the sun later in the day. Would you rather have that? Or would you rather have the Eastern Standard Time where we get the, uh, the darkness earlier? What works out for you? If it's your choice, 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Does this sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning, or I certainly can't do the same things I used to do before because I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you've ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it or not doing anything but making you feel loopy and drowsy like the other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like their newest ones in East Brunswick, Flemington, and Woodcliffe Lake, so you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. Here's fast traffic. Point five, Steve Trevelis, weather brought to you by Forge Jewelers. Since 1971, Barry Berman of Forge Jewelers has offered customers one of the largest quality jewelry, watch, and gift collections in the area, all under one roof. If you haven't seen this store, you should. For more information, visit forgejewelers.com. All right. Did you like setting the clocks back yesterday? Would you like to never have to do it again? Would you like to see daylight savings time made permanent? 1-800-283-101.5. Got the Twitter poll. We've got 32.9 would like to see the daylight savings time go away. 67.1 want to keep it. Where are you? You know, again, I, I can't even imagine the argument that setting the clocks back is a good thing. That walking around with darkness at 4.30 in the afternoon is a good thing. Make the argument. I dare you. I, I, I double dare you. 1-800-283-101.5. Again, I don't even see like, you know, from, a, from an emotional standpoint, it gets depressing. You know, you feel like when it's 4.30 and it's dark outside, you feel like you work till 5. You feel like you got to get out of there. Now you're getting more stress. And on top of that, when you walk outside, it's darkness. You know, you don't have the sun. You can't go out and do things. You can't maybe like go out for a walk or something. You know, run on the beach. Whatever. How do you feel about this? And if you like the idea of getting up early, make the argument. I mean, if you want to get up early, get up early. But you can have the darkness in the morning. The sun will come up, but just come up so it comes up an hour later. At night, you can stay up longer, do more things, go out, hit the town, 
enjoy, see all kinds of festivity, people walking around. You see so much depression in the daytime. TJ is in Freehold on New Jersey 101.5. TJ, what's going on? Oh, Steve, it's good to hear your voice, buddy. Oh, so, same um, Hey, I, I really do enjoy your show. Every night, you know, I, I wish I could call in every night. but um. Well, you can. I I'll let you. I, you know what? TJ calls, put him right through. See, now you're in. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You know, with, with all this nonsense, um, it wasn't it like derived from like saving whale oil, like illuminating houses and things like that. They wanted to have, you know, the house illuminated from sunlight longer, like back in like the 17, 1800s. But we've come a long way since the whale. The whales have been saved. We don't have to worry about yeah. that anymore. That's right. So let's move forward. Right. You know, we don't have to have it. Let's, let's just keep, because it's like, it's so depressing. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, I like having that little bit of a later bit of you know sunlight coming out. You know, exactly. Like, you know, weekend was magnificent, and mm -hmm. all of a sudden now it's like drudgery. And how know? about this? It was eighty degrees today. Eighty degrees today, and it's dark already. Mm. Wouldn't it be great? Like if we had another hour to on a day like today, on a wonderful day like today, you go out and enjoy yourself. Maybe one last time because tonight's supposed to get start. The, the cold starts coming back. Absolutely. There's so much more when I get home from work that I could have gotten done, you know, mm -hmm. maybe done something like getting a Santa Claus up on the roof or maybe pick a couple peppers out of the garden, whatever it is. There you go. Santa Claus can pick the peppers. You know what? And here's the other thing. You know, it's all because it has not been signed off by Nancy Pelosi. It's on her desk. The Senate approved it. The Sunshine Protection Act. Senate approved it. She signs it. It goes on to President Biden. And hopefully we never have to deal with this stuff again. Well, look where it's coming from. Exactly. I know, right? TJ, call anytime. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Brian is in West Milford on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Brian. Brian, you there? Hello? Hey, Brian, what's going on? Brian, you there? I was. Okay, are you still here? I got you. Can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, see, see, the daylight savings time is even ruining the conversation, right? See that? If the clocks weren't pushed back, this wouldn't be a problem. What are you thinking, Brian? Brian? So I like it. You like what? Daylight savings time. All right, so that means you don't want to put the clocks back an hour. No, I, I, I like it because in the summer you get the extra hour. Exactly, but wouldn't you like to keep that hour all year long? I, nah, I just like it because I'm a boater. Right. You know what? Most people in the winter are miserable anyhow because they don't do anything and they hibernate. Well, maybe this is why. So I can care less. Maybe this is why. Maybe, like, if they had more sunlight in the wintertime, they'd do more. They'd have more fun. they go boating. The fish would bite because it wouldn't be dark out, Right. Possibly. Do you go fishing, Brian? I don't fish. What do you I do? Boat. What do you do on the boat? I hang out and have yeah. cocktails. Nice. There you go. You got a captain's jacket, little white hat, deck shoes, stuff like that. No, I don't wear shit like that. <laughs> okay, now you can't say, wear... Brian. You can't curse. I have to cut you off. You know, people get comfortable. I get it. I get it. Uh, AJ is in Cranford on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hey, AJ. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I wish it was uh, 
dusk and not midnight over here. But yeah, I, I wish uh, we didn't change them back either. I would much rather have some light at the end of the day. How cool would it be, right? What would you be doing right now? You could be out, could be enjoying your life. An 80-degree day today, and we end it earlier than we should be. Uh, my kids are so disappointed, too, because they, they're at that age. They love playing outside, riding bikes, and now my son has to be home by before 5. And it's oh, God. Everybody's there. How old are your kids? 12 and 13. Oh, God, this is that age, right? This is that age when they want to be on the bikes, when they want to be outside. They don't want to come home. No, and practice with them. We could get some more practice for baseball or lacrosse or softball. But, yeah, no, not in the dark, that's for sure. Yeah, because the schools are not buying lights. AJ, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. got the Twitter poll up, and uh, I'm telling you, man, the uh, the Twitter poll is skewing towards uh, 67.1. We'd like to see the daylight savings time made permanent. We got over 200 people, 216 votes. What do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. Have not heard, I put it up on Facebook as well, have not heard from anyone who's on board with the... Uh, Setting the clocks back an hour. What about you? And also, I want to hear, did you, uh, did you screw up yesterday? You know, as far as setting the clocks back, did you, did you ever do anything? Uh, did you have any trouble setting the clocks back yesterday? Show up an hour early in some place? You know, that's the beauty of having a five and a one-year-old. You don't need an alarm clock. <laughs> They'll tell you exactly when it's time to get up. So, yeah, since I've had kids, I used to kind of like having the extra hour, but since uh, I've had kids, forget doesn't it. It doesn't matter. It, they don't know it's daylight savings. Time. Don't you wish you could set the alarm clock in their heads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love that. Especially the one-year-old. Yeah. Which is worse, the one-year-old or the five-year-old? The five-year-old, I got to be honest, he's on autopilot. And, you know, the one-year-old, he's like almost 18 months, and he's the Tasmanian devil. I have to follow him like a hawk every minute of every day it's so the hour doesn't make a difference oh my gosh no it's (laughs) no not to him he's like i'm good to go (laughs) let's get at it you know zoom (laughs) 7 30 now the latest new weather also brought you by bq basements and concrete snow can take its toll on your basement or crawl space if moisture gets in it can leave behind mold and other dangerous allergens it also decreases your property's value Make sure you have a dry and healthy home. Visit basementsbybq.com to schedule the free, no-obligation inspection. Steve Trevelis. Follow me on Twitter at RealSteveTrev. I've got a poll going up. It's also on NJ1015. Would you like to see daylight savings time made permanent? Uh, Let's go to Stephanie's in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. What are you Uh, thinking? I just wanted to say um, I absolutely hate turning the clock back every winter. Why is that? Yeah, I, I think, like, I wanted to make a point, like, as a woman, I feel like I lose a lot of my personal freedom because the only time I can get out to, like, go shopping or do something for myself is, like, after 6 or 7 p.m. And I don't, it's not as much fun coming out of a store and it's, like, a dark parking lot and you have to walk to your car and look over your shoulder and 
It would just be so much nicer to have more sunlight. It's like a better quality of life, you know. Men have that problem, too, but I'll take the woman argument. I'll take any argument that we get this to go away. It's a woman that's holding it up, as a matter of fact. Nancy Pelosi hasn't signed the bill yet. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. Hopefully yeah. she will. Hopefully she will. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to light a candle and say a prayer, Stephanie. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Sam is in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sam. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How you doing? I, have, I like changing the clock back. Why? I get up early. I get up early in the morning. You know, it's dark. Yeah. Not creepy. I like waking up sometimes when it's bright outside. Sleep later. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the service industry, man. I can't. What, what do you What do you do in the service industry? I do plumbing. You do plumbing? Yes, sir. Okay. So I mean, so what difference is you, you can't fix the toilet an hour later or the sink an hour later? You got to <laughs> are people holding it in? I mean, what's the problem? Listen, the construction sites start early. Yeah, you know right. I mean, it's not like it's the, that's what the industry is. So, what do you guys do in this? What do you guys do during daylight savings time? Uh, you know, it's the same thing. It's just you know, it's brighter then, and now it's darker. The mm -hmm. days are longer, also, so it gets brighter earlier. In the winter time it gets dark. It gets brighter a lot later. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So if you have the daylight savings time, it's going to be dark anyway, but at least when you go home, you got some light. Don't you like the light at home when you're home? Nah. Oh, I mean, nah. Well, you're always in darkness anyway, right? You're, in a, you're working on a pipe somewhere. Well, yeah. You know, I say, like, now, like, for example, this morning, sunrise was 6.30-something. Right. If you're on if you're, if the daylight savings time, it's 7.30 sunrise. So when the kids are getting up, they go to the bus, it's dark outside in the morning. So, you know, it's like six or one, half a dozen or the other at the end of the day. Right, how long are they waiting? By, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, six or one. How long are they waiting for the bus, right? A couple of minutes? How long are they, how many hours are they going to have of sunlight when they come home yeah. to go out and play and run in the fields with their Xboxes and their joysticks? How much fun will it be being able to enjoy the sunrise and sunlight? Yeah, well. I say like, it doesn't really bother me that much that I, I like the mornings to be brighter more than the evening. But all right, you know. all right. I'm, I'm just arguing for the children, but I get you. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Chris is in Clinton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, I have mixed feelings on this, but the one just argument if, if somebody on the daylight, if you look at the facts, right? Last year, November 7th. Right. Today. Right. Sunrise. Uh, 6.30, all right? Got to realize that we're going to lose a minute of darkness. It's going to get keep dark until December 20th, right? Because right. of the, the way that the equinox. So at December 19th, it, the sunrise is only going to be at 7.10 this year, right? Right. That's what happened on the, December 19th. So if we didn't do it, it would be 8.10, 8.15. You wouldn't have any light in the morning. Who cares? Okay. Now, Why do you need light in the morning? What are you doing in the morning? What are you doing in the morning? You're getting up, you're driving, you're going to work, right? What are you doing in the morning? Well, well, the people, the hundred, there, you know, a lot of people drive in the morning. So would they want yeah. to drive in the dark until eight thirty, nine o'clock? You're driving a dog at night. You're driving a dog in the morning. What's the difference? You have headlights. Well, well, one other fact, though, Steve. In the evening, right? You only lose, you only lose fifteen minutes. So on November seventh, it basically sunrise was four forty-five. On December 19th last year, it was 
So you lose more time in the morning on the darkness side. Well, that's the point. So I want to have the light in the afternoon. You know why we set the clocks back in November? It used to be late October. But they changed it to uh, give the children more time to trick or treat in Halloween during Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, my argument, if if there was any argument, I'm kind of for you in the evening. But the drivers in the morning, if you didn't move it, you'd have darkness till 830. You have a bad day. You'd say it's icy and la, la, la. You can't see it in the morning. I don't know. Same argument in the evening. But at least you have sun, the melt. The only thing I can say to that is having commuted at all different times, I did morning radio. I was leaving for work. That'd be the best example. For 20 years, I did morning radio in Philadelphia. And you leave your house at like 4.30 in the morning. So there's like that little, that, that week in June when you would actually get sunlight. Uh, that's about it. You know, but but you're used to driving in the dark at that time. So, I mean, the idea that, okay, well, you know, I didn't get in any accidents then. Well, actually, I did. But, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't see where that really plays into it. I don't know, like, you know, at the darkness, because we have light, and, and you have headlights on your car. If you're used to driving, you're used to a certain, you know, darkness or light, you're used to driving. I have yeah. darkness. When I leave here tonight, it's going to be dark all the time. What's the difference? Well, now the other question is at 5.30, so right, say right. we didn't change it, right? Right. At 5.30, it gets dark. So you know, you're, you know, it'd be nice if it was 7.30 or 7, right? Then that makes a difference. Let's change it two hours. I don't know. Yeah, it would be nice, but you know what? I'll take what I could get, especially in the daytime. Yeah. You just feel better. Right. All right, Chris. Again, uh, I just tried to throw the argument out. No, no, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Nina, hold on. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. How do you feel about turning the clocks back? Would you like to see it go away? We just stay with daylight savings time year-round. The Senate has it. It's the Sunrise, Sunlight Protection Act has not been signed by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. When she signs it, it goes to Joe Biden, our president, and there we go. Hopefully he'll remember signing the bill, but that's a different story. Hopefully he signs the bill. I call these coast roofing and siding and windows. When I needed new windows for my home for over 40 years, they've been providing the best customer service in New Jersey. Based on my own experience, I would gladly recommend you call East Coast Roofing, Siding, and Windows for your exterior home renovation. Number is 908-381-0066 on the top of their Outstanding customer service. You can currently nominate a deserving family from your community in need of a new roof in their 14th annual roof giveaway at eastcoastroofing.com slash roof giveaway. By American Repertory Ballet. New Jersey's premier ballet company proudly presents the Nutcracker at the Carter Theater Center November 25th to 27th. Patriots Theater in Trenton December 11th and December 16th to 18th at the State Theater in New Jersey. For tickets, visit arballet.org. Yeah, you really enjoy the ballet when you have more daylight to get there. Should daylight savings time just continue on? Should we get rid of this push the clock back? There's a bill, the Sunrise Protection Act, that would make that happen. And the Senate has approved it. And it's on the House Speaker's desk waiting for her to sign off. When that happens, it goes to the president. God willing, he signs off and uh, all is right with the world. We get more time in the afternoon with the sun. You know how you feel about the sun, right? Nina is in Somerville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Nina. Yes, can you hear me okay? You sound fine. Okay. Uh, Yeah, number one, the politicians, if they were using their brain, um, it would be better for election day. It's the timing of it. 
um, right now, Election Day, then it goes right into Veterans Day. It would be better for mental health, for all that we've been through. It would be better for less stress driving home rush hour, less accidents. Um, it would be better for just overall businesses because God created our body to break down when the sun goes down. So you don't want to go back out and you can get more done. Definitely for mental health. That's number one. Okay. All that we've been through in the past. Mental health. I got that. Good. Okay. Definitely. Because sunlight, uh, look, look how good everybody felt with the weather being warm the past two days. It got us through. Exactly. I mean, it is creepy with the leaves coming down because it's not palm trees like Florida, but the timing is no good because you go right into election day mm. and it's just, uh, it, it's hard. No, I agree. I agree. And you know what? How much better would you have felt if we had extra sunrise and extra sunlight today with an 80 degree day and the sun had to go oh. down early? It, it, it's stressful because you're trying to get everything done by five o'clock. Exactly. It's stressful and we need less stress. Mm -hmm. that, 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 I'm all for less stress. Nina, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Mandy is in Glen Gardner on New Jersey 101.5. I will not sing to you, Mandy. How are you tonight? Probably get that all day long, so I won't do that. Always. 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 So but what do you think? We need to keep daylight saving time. We have to. It's horrible. I'm driving home now, and uh -huh. it's dark out. And I know. Healthcare field, and it stinks. When we get out of work, we want sunlight. Exactly. Why does it have to be dark? You know what? There's no reason for it, and hopefully we can get this taken care of. All we need is for one person to write her name on a bill. Everything goes away. Need to sign it. I'm with you. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5 in Manisquan. We have Steve on New Jersey 101.5. Steve out. Hey, I'm a believer in compromise. When we change the clocks, <laughs> why not just change them by a half hour and leave it there? <laughs> I am sure there's a reason why they're doing it. You want to change it by a half hour? This is this is the Jersey way. All right, I'll meet you halfway. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna split the hour. The baby. We're gonna split the hour in half. Steve Solomon over here is gonna go 30 minutes, right? So instead of an hour-long detective show, we got two sitcoms deciding the hour. I like that. So where's the Constitution? It has to be done by an hour. I don't even know where in the Constitution this is. And uh, hopefully, like I said, we don't need it anymore. We, it's outlived its usefulness. Because the, the other article is, oh, well, our bodies are lined up with the sun. I don't even know if I believe that. You know, I mean, very few. We, we don't all work the same hours. So, uh, you know what? I'll even take the half hour at this point if I get a few more minutes of sun. But I don't think that would ever happen. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Uh, you wouldn't believe what they're doing in this election campaign. You want to talk about old school? This is so old school, I don't even know if it'll work anymore. Stick around. All Jersey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking to you at 11 o'clock at night, Steve Trevelisse. 1-800-283-101.5. Check out nj1015.com, the, uh, the Steve Trevelis page, where I say, please, let us never have to set the clocks back again. And we wouldn't have to if it weren't for our House Speaker who has not signed the bill that's on her desk that would allow the Sunshine Protection Act. 
where we get it longer. Uh, I got my producer in here, uh, Rob Brown, and we were talking about this in the meeting today as we mm-hmm. were planning what we were going to talk about tonight. And you were telling me how your mom feels about the daylight savings time. All right, so the daylight savings time it is a very big thing in my family. It is. It's, it, and, and it's. I say that because... You have to change your clock. It's it's a big thing. We have clocks everywhere. We got a clock on our oven. We got clocks on the, let's see, uh, the microwave. You got a clock right on the like the what is it? The I don't even use it anymore. Cable. The cable boxes got clocks on it. You got to change. You know what they changed? The cable box changes itself, right? Really? Yeah. Dad, do you know how to change all the clocks in your house? No. And neither do I. No. I got clock. I got half that. Half my house is uh, set to an hour later than it is right now because I have no idea. I got to wait six months for my, my clock to reset. And then I got to figure out how to set the other ones an hour ahead. Well, my mother, a no. huge thing is for her is that it becomes for this week. It is the big excuse, meaning yes. your body's not used to it. It's the clock. It, it, it's the clock. I'm telling you, it's the clock. The root of all evil. It's like, the clock. For instance, you know, like I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm not really feeling it this uh, dinner. You know, like I'm not as hungry. Mom, it's not your food. And she goes, it's got to be the clocks. It's Seriously? the clocks. <laughs> you, your body isn't used to us having dinner at this time. Your body thinks it's eight. It's Maybe only right. seven. I, I mean, yeah, but like, you know, it's you know, when you get the smell of food, maybe you haven't had anything since like lunch. It's a couple of hours, you know, yeah. you want to have some. And plus, I can eat 24 love, hours a day anyway. It doesn't even matter to me. Who doesn't love their mother's cooking either? Come on. Good point. Thank you. So, you know, when, when I was a little thrown off, I was like, yeah, I'm not, not as really hungry. I'm, I'm sorry. And she's like, gotta be the clocks. So does she think that we should leave We should leave the clocks alone and not change it and just let it stay and then it'll always be daylight savings time? I think so. As it should be. I think so. Because it's God's will. Yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't God. God said, I'm going to do this. And we said, now nah, we're going to change it now. <laughs> God said, oh, yes. Not nice to fool Mother Nature. <laughs> that, that, did you, have you ever been screwed over? by the daylight savings time. And by that, I mean anybody, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever been screwed over by where you forgot to change the clock or you didn't realize that this is the day they changed the clock and you went out about your day not realizing what time it really was and either got screwed or screwed somebody over in the process? So because I don't know how to change my clocks, my old car... Kitty, rest in peace. She was a 2003 Toyota uh, Camry, luxury edition, white, white color. And I just did not know how to change her clock. Not, not at all, at all. So I'm driving. I think I was going somewhere. I think I was going to a meeting and I'm looking. I look at the clock and of course it says a different thing. It says the different time. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I, I'm late. I'm super late. So put the foot on the gas, like every Jersey driver, start speeding down, and I'm calling, I, I think it was a, a professor I was supposed to meet with, and I'm like, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be there very soon. And they were like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, uh-huh. That's the story I want to hear. 1-800-283-101.5. I got two, I got two of them I could think of. One, uh, when I was a little kid, I, uh, you know, my parents, you know, my parents would sleep in and I would go to church. And then after church, I would go to karate school and uh, mass and karate. Uh, 
And actually, mass was you go up and you uh, you make a left and you go to Charlie's Candy Store for about forty five minutes and uh, you take the money that you were going to give to the to the basket and that's where it went. And then on the way back, you get the the program. As my friend Pat O'Donnell used to say, you were receipt from God to show your parents that you went to church, right? And then came karate, and uh, this was to be done at eight o'clock in the morning. Little did I know, it was actually seven o'clock in the morning while all this was happening. And I go to the house and wake these people up an hour earlier than they wanted to be woke up. There was that. But then the other time was when uh, I was working uh, at a mobile DJ business, and I was out working on a Saturday night doing a high school dance, and it was one of those deals where I stayed over uh, at a friend's house, and the next morning, not realizing that the clocks were pushed back, uh, I'm sorry, pushed ahead, that's what it was, pushed ahead, I'm thinking I have to be there at 9 o'clock. And I'm not realizing that I'm walking in at 10. And the programming was going to start at 10, which meant that they were running this, like, taped, recorded, you know, stuff till I got there. So there was no DJ to hang out at WISP the extra hour. There was just the board op who was scared out of his mind trying to get on a phone, calling everybody, waking everybody up. Where the hell is he? Where the hell is he? I walk in at a quarter to ten like there's no problem. Hey, what's going on? Do you know what time it is? Yeah, it's quarter to ten. It's quarter to nine. No, it's not. I look, and he points to the clock, and I look up, and I, I turned white as a sheet. Because now it's like, you know, uh, I got to explain to my boss. I got to explain that there was a, a lot of there was a lot of conversation that day. Mike is in Colts Neck on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Mike. Steve, buddy, how's it going? Good, pal. How are you? Listen, man, I'm going to make an argument. It's the only argument I can come up with to uh, roll the clocks back. You ready? Go ahead. All right. If you buy your pursuit right. and you buy it now. Right. It aged an hour longer before they got rid of the, you know, before they moved to the store. If you buy it last week, right. you missed out on an additional hour of age in the pursuit. It could make the difference. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so that's it. We're going to go with the age to pursuit argument. And that's what's yeah, going to get the hour. I, it's ridiculous, man. They just gotta, they just gotta keep daylight savings. Leave it the way it is. It's not hurting anybody, right? We all seem to be doing rather well with it. Leave it alone. Yeah, and the guy who called earlier about the facts, the facts are you're driving in the dark at night or you're driving in the dark in the morning. Drive in the morning in the dark. Give us the night. Exactly. Have you ever been screwed by the clock change at all? Uh, you know, I can't say that I have. I, I, I could make something up, but I haven't. It's just it's inconvenient. You know, you, you, you get what I like getting the added hour of sleep now, but I give it, I give it up for having uh, lit, light later. I'm with you. I am absolutely with you. Mike, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Anyone's ever been screwed by the time change? I'd love to hear your story. Where you thought, you know, you were either late for something, too late for something, or too early for something. And how did that work out? Especially the part when you're too late. Keep in mind, you've got one, you got two days out of the year. No, actually one day. Because if you're early next time, right? You've got one day out of the year when you've got the perfect excuse to be an hour late. Even though it's a Sunday, right? It's a, not a lot of people are going to be working on Sunday morning. Unless, of course, you're consoling an audience about the Philadelphia Phillies losing the World Series. But that's another story. But I am just want to know. Have you ever been uh, screwed over by the clocks? 
1-800-283-101.5. To achieve top dollar for your home, you need an agent who can create an auction-like effect with buyers competing for your home and driving up the price. Call Rob Dukansky at REMAX First Advantage to get your home sold for thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. George and Tracy were ready to downsize and wanted to take advantage of the market to sell their Hazlitt home. Some past clients referred them to Rob and his team. It was the right call to make because in just 15 days, there were 15 showings, multiple offers, the home selling for $411,000, which was $12,000 over the list price. Robert Dukansky has superior marketing to sell your home. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Dukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. Or Google robsellsnj. And then you start packing. This best traffic. From 1.5, weather brought to you by Carl's Fencing, Decking, and Home Improvements. Drafty windows lead to higher energy bills. Call the pros at Carl's to ensure your windows are draft-free. Stormy weather can wreak havoc on your roof. Carl's can help keep your home safe and warm with all winter long. Carl's keeps you surrounded by the best. Go to buycarls.com today. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis, Monday night in New Jersey. Steve Eccles is... Uh, guy who's got a Facebook page called Down the Shore, and he has got pictures of all kinds of great shore memories. Really? Things that aren't around anymore. Tons and tons of pictures. And I will put a post up tomorrow featuring many of these pictures. And he's going to call in tonight, and we're going to talk about those locations. So we'll be taking those calls later on. Uh, one of the things we talked about, like tomorrow is election day. Mm -hmm. right? Tomorrow you, you, got to, you get to go vote. Um... And apparently, like a lot of schools are closed. Uh, some schools are open, depending on where they put the polling places. Um, some places don't want the kids in school while the voters are coming in. Some voters don't want to go to school when the kids are there. Uh, but anyway, they got the whole thing with the police. Should they be there? Should they not be there? That's a whole other thing. But this is the time when the heavy campaigning begins, like the last couple of weeks. And... I got two questions here. Number one, have you ever run into a candidate? Did you ever meet a candidate on the campaign trail? Me? You. Have you ever? Because I, 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 you know what? I got this. I met Andy Kim on the campaign trail. You did? Congressman Andy Kim. He's running for re-election against Bob Healy. And I put the big post up about Bob Healy. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that is the greatest political commercial I have ever seen. The one with the rock video where he's got Nancy Pelosi on the drums, not signing the Daylight Savings Time Bill. He's got Joe Biden on guitar, and he's got the T-shirts and the posters with all the campaign promises that he's going to do. And he doesn't. it's not an attack ad at all. And I ran into Andy Kim. On the campaign trail. He was in Roosevelt, uh, up by the post office. And I figure, you know, I, I didn't want to get political. Uh, and I wanted to just ask him this question. And the question was, what would you think of the ad? And it went something like this. Congressman, I've got to ask me one question. Yeah, sure. What did you think of Bob Healy's Madhouse ad, the commercial? Uh, so um, uh, what I'll say is I've actually not watched any of his ads. I've never watched any attack ad or any ads. All politics aside, just the concept, like the rock video. I haven't seen I don't even know what it is. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's yeah. okay. Yeah. Right. Nice to see you, though. Well, thank you for coming to Roosevelt. Yeah, of course. Now, i got to figure he knows what it is. Yeah. And i got to figure he doesn't want to say. Which makes me say, well, if you're not good, if you're going to tell me that. 
what happens when I ask you a difficult question? I would be really surprised if there was a politician who didn't see anything against them, at, like at all. You like, want to know everything against them, I, I know, them, right? and, and you, and you want to see everything. I feel like as someone, you want to see everything, and also there's ads everywhere. You're binge-watching something, all of a sudden... And everything is right. towards things that like you like or things that you're, you know, putting into the internet, stuff like that. So it had like something had he had to see what es- at least. Especially if it's an attack ad, I'd want to know what they're saying about me. Mm-hmm. I want to know if they got it right. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to know what they know. You know, I mean, there's another thing. Uh, I mean, but I want to know that. But here's the thing: one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Just throwing this out there. Have you ever run in to a politician who was on the campaign trail? Did you ever get to meet a candidate who was running for office? Maybe at a dinner, at a fundraising dinner, maybe um, on the street, like we're seeing now uh, news footage of like these guys are walking the streets, glad-handing people, shaking hands, kissing babies, stuff like that. Did you ever get to meet a politician? And what was the experience like? You know, the, the, did you b- buy the sincerity? Did you believe? The, did they did they get your vote, or did they come off to you as phony? Did they come off to you like real schmooze? Or was it like you know what I mean? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Because you know, like they're there to be nice to you. Uh huh. You know, they're there to make you feel like you know you're a million dollars. They want your vote. And on the other side, you know, you're discriminating. Well, there's two ways of looking at it. You're either going to be discriminating, like if you're if you're not voting for the person anyway, or he's not your party or whatever, you're going to be looking down, you know, who's this guy? I'm going to catch him. If he's someone that is in your party line, no matter what they do, they're going to be great. You got to meet him, take a picture and all that. And I also, have you ever gotten to take a picture with a political candidate? I got, I was lucky enough to take two pictures with Governor Christie. And I took a picture of he was well, he used to come in once a month for ask the governor. And really? I got I got a picture of Governor Christie when he was heavy, and I got a picture of Governor Christie when he was thin. And I got a picture of Governor Christie when I was heavy, and a picture of Governor Christie when I was thin. And I got a picture with uh, Governor Murphy uh at uh nice. Senator Bramnick's house. Uh, you know, he, he did a, co- a party where he brought comics and politicians together, and it was a really good night. But 1-800-283-101.5. See, nobody wants to admit that they met a politician Look, on I, the campaign trail. I got a story from way back in the day. So it was way before I could vote. I was around like eight, nine years old. I was known back then for really not, you know, thinking before I was saying something. So right. I was with a good friend and I was in, I believe, because I live in Union County, I think I was in Plainfield or Elizabeth. And I was with my friend's uh, father's company who was working with Comcast at the time and Comcast was helping out putting down mulch. And we were there just to help out, just extra, you know, extra bodies. And the mayor was there and the mayor was trying to use it as a campaign. And my one thing, I'll leave it at this. My one thing was I went up to him, they said, this is the mayor. And I said, this place is a dump. You gotta gotta clean up this place. I was like, this is a dump. And he was like, because, you know, the, the politician, like, oh, ha, ha, and then he was like, uh, 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 uh. Oh, man. Peter is in Lawrence. Hello, Peter. Hello, Stephen. Which one do you want me to start with? Oh, which was the one that you had the best experience with? Bonnie Watson Coleman. I volunteered. 
Right. I called. Right. In the primary during the general election. Right. Uh, her father was a customer of my father's. Okay. And she was articulate. Right. She was kind. I would hope so. She, she was compassionate. Right. I also met Chris Smith at a, a, a um, shopping center. Right. But so he now, was, you uh, never met these people before, so you meet them uh, while they're on the campaign trail. So basically, Chris Smith on the campaign trail, I walked out, and he goes, I'm Chris Smith, I'm running for office. And I said, I'm Peter, I own a restaurant down the street. Why haven't you come yet? What do you say to that? I'll get around to it. Ah, you see, at that point, he's got to say, I'm coming now. I mean, if, if I, if I own, you're, you, he meets you, if this happened, he meets you, and a restaurant owner comes up to me and says, why haven't you come yet? And I'm on the campaign trail. I'm walking you back to that restaurant, and I'm at least buying a Coke. I'm going to do something. You know, what the thing is, is that... Right? Um, Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. Or was he, was he there for something else? A lot of else? his constituents from the Republican Party right. used to come. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, like, that would have been the perfect move. Mm-hmm. Hey, why haven't you come to my restaurant? You know what? I'm coming right now. Let's go. Back to the he restaurant. Never, he never actually came much. Okay. All Not right. at all. All right, we see that. The ones who came were Assembly. Right. Uh, Senate. Okay. But uh, other than that, we didn't really have a, a U.S. Senator or a Congressman come in much. We had every governor. You had every governor. And then burn to uh, McGreevy. Right. But now, This uh, is Nassau Inn, right? No, this is Leegee Zewing Manor. Oh, Lee- oh okay. Leegee Zewing Manor. The Blooming Grove Inn is now. Okay. All right, Peter. 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever run into a politician on the campaign trail? Have you ever run into a politician on the campaign trail? Uh, yeah, yeah. My old assignment. Not uh, when you're on the job. Oh, when you're on oh, the job is a different oh, right, story, right, though, because right. you're there to cover them, right? Um, oh, you know what? I remember uh, in my high school when I was, uh, I think it was a junior, uh, Elizabeth Dole came to our really? uh, high school to uh, campaign for her husband. You got to meet her? Uh, no, no, they didn't, you know, they didn't let the, um, the student body anywhere near, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I saw her in the, in the gymnasium, went to the rally, you know, it was fun. Did it, did it really like, was it an experience being there? I was like, eh, who cares? She's well, you know, I grew up in Ohio, so, you know, oh, a politician, big deal. You know, like yeah. it was, you know, it was kind of fun. Like there's hubbub around the town, but you know, so you I had a boss who met Reagan Oh, and the whole wow. thing he's got the in his office is the picture of him shaking hands with Reagan. Oh, cool! And when you look at it, your first thought is that how did you get Reagan to pose? He goes, "Are you kidding?" The <laughs> <a> guy positioned <laughs> over there, and at the exact moment, go <laughs> yeah, right eight thirty. Now the latest Steve Trevelis. All right, this is the campaign trail. Now the candidates are out in full force. They're walking around. They're they're meeting and greeting. They're shaking hands. They're kissing babies. They're posing for pictures. Have you ever met one of them or any politician? Did you uh, enjoy the experience? Or is it good for you, too? 1-800-283-101.5. In Tom's River, we have Thomas on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Steve. So 
back in 1995, I was in high school in Lacey Township. Right. And I actually got invited to a rally at Tom's River High School South. Uh-huh. And the funny thing was I wasn't old enough to vote yet, but I looked old enough, and they needed people who looked old enough. Okay. So I go to the rally, right. and I got to use the can. Okay. So I actually walked through the back of the school. I ran into Bob Dole with his Secret Service group and everything, and they were doing these publicity photos right. with some kids. I wasn't getting in on it, and they asked the question, you know, what's important to you? Right. And I, I said to them, you know, stop taxing my parents out the wazoo. You said that to him? <laughs> I said that to him, exactly that. <laughs> what do you say? What do you say? Well, son, uh, taxes are what makes our government work. Mm-hmm. Bob Dole not happy. Yeah, but... No. <laughs> Bob Dole not happy. <laughs> was this before yeah, or after the Viagra commercials? Well, we, didn't he do, like, Viagra commercials or something? He did something. I mean, that was kind of funny, but... No, so, so, so what did he say? No, he uh, he turned and talked about how, you know, money is what makes everything go around and how the government works, you know, the, uh, we pay the government to work for us. And I'm sitting there going, like, yeah, but every time they raise the taxes, my parents lose more and more money and they can't give you money later. Oh, what do you say to that? Nah, he kind of walked away after that. I think I kind of ruined the uh, whole thing. You were done. He was done with you at that point. <laughs> he starred in a Viagra ad in 1998. Wow. You know what? I don't even remember those things back No, no, no. You were way too young to even think about that. I mean, at that point, air would make you horny. That wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Remember that? Bob Dole not happy. That was, that was that Saturday Night Live that did that? Have you ever had a run-in, you know, a, a chance encounter with a politician? Because you have to think about, when you're talking about the politician, do you trust them? Do, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, because they're politicians. They're there. Their job is to make you like them. You know, their job is to uh, win you over. So when you meet one, or is it like, uh, this person is way too important for me. Why, why would this person care about me? You know, there were those, or then there were others who were going to say, you know, what am I talking to you for? You know, your vote, your vote is important. Frank is in Mount Holly on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Frank. Hi, Steve. I got my uh, political uh, encounter here for you about, uh, I guess it was six years ago now, six, seven years ago, when AOC was, uh, I was working on a truck in, delivery truck in Queens, New York. Right. And when she was first running for office, she was running against, it was the number three Democrat at the time behind Schumer and Pelosi. I don't, I don't recall his name. Right. But, and, and she was just out on all the street corners, but on the back of a flatbed truck with a bullhorn <laughs> and speaking Spanish to the people. And so, uh, because and she was doing these appearances, I was delivering the stores, but I we encountered her about three times the same day. Right. And she spoke to me. She said, "Hey, you must be following me." I said, "Well, that's what you're looking for, followers, right?" And uh, but look at you with the snappy line. That was good. Well, just you know, you meet a lot of politicians in life just because I'm an old guy and yeah. they're campaigning. But and and I'm um. The farthest from an AOC supporter, but she ran a, a total grassroots campaign, which I always remembered. Mm-hmm. And I think there were 2.2 million voters or something in Queens. And when she ran, only 25,000 voted. She got 15,000 votes and ousted. He was the number three ranking Democrat. And 
They said he hadn't, I remember when she was saying that, you know, he hadn't been there in 10 years, one time to his district. He lived in Washington. There's a lot of guys like that. They stay in Washington. They never come back except when they need the campaign. Then they go back to Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I would believe it. And, but just about like her campaign on every, every corner in all of Queens where I was traveling, you know, it's a big place. uh, There was someone. It paid off for her. What's that? It paid off for her. It did, and she, and her whole camp, and she looked at what I saw, I thought she was like 15 years old or something, mm. she was very young, yeah. these big, big, thick round glasses, mm. and, uh, but she did, every, on every street corner in Queens, there was just a, someone with a yellow shirt, and it just, it was like a hand-lettered shirt, it said AOC on one side, and on the back there was something written in Spanish, I don't know what it was, and she was just going around with a bullhorn on the back of like a flatbed tow truck. But so like, she would just right, and that's how. But when you met her, how was she to you? Very nice. Like I just, she was waiting, I guess, to do her little speech with a bullhorn again. Right. But she saw me because, like, it seemed like where she was going with the crowds, and we were delivering to grocery stores, and and she said, spoke out. She said, "Hey, you're you're following me." I said, "Well, I think you're looking for followers, right?" But you know, it was great though. Uh, but you know what? She was cool, right? And you know, she, she was, was cool being that. You were cool, right? Right? With the comeback, knew who she was at the time. Uh huh. And like I said, I thought she was fifteen. You know. How do you think that would go today? With that? How do you think that would go today? Like with most of these people, I think they probably get in with a different agenda in mind, and they become politicians. You wouldn't get the time of day. You wouldn't get anything, and you know, and they learn that when they go in there how to act, and yeah, and that's the. Uh, you know, I think part. a lot of these people going in have the right frame of mind. And, and, and somewhere and, along the way, it gets distorted. Frank, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Not everybody, though. All right, Jane, hang out. Does this sound familiar to you? Boy, it took me a while to hang out of bed this morning. Boy, it took me a while to get out of bed this morning. Or I certainly can't do the same things I used to do before since I'm in so much pain. Or even I went to the doctor and they gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills and told me to follow up in a week. Well, you need to go to Trinity Rehab. Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried. No prescription needed. Same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Or not doing anything but making you feel loopy, drowsy like other places. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania like the newest ones in East Brunswick, Flemington, and Woodcliffe Lake. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. Heading out tonight? Make it a Thanksgiving with New Jersey 101.5. You get a free $100 Wegmans gift card for this year's holiday feast. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter in our app to win a free $100 Wegmans gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, Edison Nissan on Route 1 in Edison and Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. And happy Thanksgiving and happy Thanksgiving. See what you did from New Jersey. 101.5, Steve Trevelisse. All right. Have you ever met a politician? They're all over now. The last couple of days, you saw them everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I got to talk to Andy Kim and Roosevelt. Have you ever met a politician? I would love to get your story. Jane is in Wall on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Jane. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. 
uh, I went to Monmouth uh, College in the early 70s. Now it's Monmouth University. And the New York Knicks used to practice there. Uh-huh. And all the players that came in, all of them, would say hello. They would talk to you, uh, smile. It was a different time. Only, a different time. The only one, though, that wouldn't would be Bill Bradley. Really? And when he ran, yes, he, he would walk right by you. He'd knock you over uh, as soon as look at you. So he's okay. campaigning now. This is years later. He's campaigning on Belmar Beach. Right. And he has all these people around him, and he's shaking hands, and he's talking and smiling and everything. So I went up to him, and I shook his hand, and I said, gee, uh, Mr. Bradley, I'm glad to see you came out of your shell. I said, because when you practice at Mama's, I said, you wouldn't give us the time of day. Well, you would think... I called him a four-letter word, and whoever was around him, I don't know if it was Secret Service or bodyguards, they came up to me so fast and said, all right, all right, lady, back off, back off. And I wasn't even allowed to get in the circle. No, and he was so unfriendly when he played for the Knicks, like um, Willis Reed, Wolf Frazier, Earl Monroe, all of them, Walter Bibby, they would all come in. Henry Bibby. Henry Bibby. Yeah. What did I say? I, Walter, I love that team. I was a huge, you know, one of the greatest nights of my life. I was a little boy when they won. And they beat the Lakers in seven games. And that, that lineup, and uh, I never, we all we, we all listened to the radio on a street corner and didn't get to see the game because in those days they used to rebroadcast the game because it was a home game. And it was uh, the Willis Reed, the famous Willis Reed makes the entrance at Madison Square Garden. Uh, May 19th, 1970. And uh, Bradley yeah. was on that team. And then they win it again in 73. Yeah, and they practiced at Monmouth. I remember that. Yep, and Dave DeBusher and... Um, Dave DeBusher. Earl the Pearl. He was so friendly, nice, and smart. The only one. And he would walk in with his hair. He looked like he had bed hair. You know, like he, he didn't even bother to comb his hair. And like he just rolled out of bed. He walked in and he went, real, real rough. And he'd go right by you. But well, then you know suddenly, what? Go ahead. I'm sorry. You know, no, I'm saying suddenly he's running for office and he's smiling and he's shaking hands. And yeah, but you know what? In his defense, I get what you're saying, Jane, but the only thing is, like, you know, Bradley in those days, in his early 20s, he had written a book when he played for Princeton called The Sense of Where You Are. And then he goes to the pros, and he was he was uh, very, you know, cause when you read anything about that team, when you listen to any of the interviews and all that, he was always buried in the books. Um, and maybe he was shy then, maybe like, you know, he, he hadn't gone into a political career, so you got to figure once he gets into a political career, he's going to now be coached on how to meet and act with people and all that. So, I mean, you know, we all grow. I, I, I wish that they would have, you know, I wish the security would have let him, left him alone to actually answer that. And by the same time, if he's standing there and he sees you being pushed around by the security, then it would be nice if he would have said, wait a minute, let me take that. You know what I mean? No. He could have made it better. He didn't want to talk to me. He didn't want, he was, uh, just by the look on his face, it was like, where did this girl come from? Well, in that case, his loss. You know, and uh, yeah, I, know. yeah, I remember the wiggle waffle and waver, wiggle waffle and waver speech he made at the Democratic National Convention. But yeah, but Jane, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. Have you ever run into a politician? Campaign trail anywhere. You, you have to you trust the meeting. 
Because they, they want to win your vote. They want something from you. Do you believe the sincerity? Which you can make the case for any politician, right? 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelisse. Stick around. Whatever gets you through the night. It's all right. We'll get you through the night. We'll get you to 11 o'clock. Steve Trevely. You know, uh, tonight is going to be a lunar eclipse. The full beaver moon will take on a reddish hue in the early morning hours as it passes through the umbra, Earth's inner shadow. According to uh, Cecily Tynan from Channel 6, the moon will be fully eclipsed between 5.17 a.m. and 6.42 a.m., so try to catch a glimpse if you're an early riser, Cecily tweets. All right, um, we were talking last hour, have you ever run into a politician, chance meeting? We had some great calls I'm watching, because this is it. Tomorrow we cast our votes. Scarier than Halloween, voting in New Jersey. And we do it tomorrow. So tonight is when it intensifies. And, you know, people are doing what they can. The candidates are walking the streets. They're pressing flesh. And there's also some uh, people uh, pressing flesh and walking the streets as well. Only instead of pressing the flesh, they're knocking on doors. I'm talking about the Latino Action Network. And what they are is a bipartisan group who go door to door uh Explaining the politics. We want to make sure that as decisions are being made at the national level, at the state level, at the country level, at every level, that our community, the Hispanic community, has a voice. And that's why we're doing uh, what we're doing today is so necessary. This is Latino Action Network, and it's Christian Estevez who's saying this. And what he's got, uh, about a dozen volunteers... And they go door to door, knocking on doors of homes in the neighborhoods in Rahway, a town that Estevez called the state's epicenter of this election. One of the most consequential, given how Congress is, how tight the race is. And that's very noble, all well and good. I just have one question. Do you answer your door anymore when strangers show up? I mean, have you, you know, once upon a time, as Sebastian Maniscalco explains, once upon a time, company was a good thing. Now, uh, and I kind of agree with him, not so much. Oh, my God! <laughs> Put the lights on. Somebody's here. We got people. <laughs> I, the whole family went to the door. The kids were in socks. They slid up to the door. Nobody looked to see who it was. Right, you just opened up the door. You were like, oh, my God, look at that. Look at who's here. And you'd ask him, what the hell are you doing here? And the person would be like, I was in the neighborhood. I thought I might stop by, see how the kids are doing. They're like, oh, come on in. We're going to have some cake. It ain't like that anymore. Uh, I mean, how are you, uh, as far as people showing up at the door, are you good with that? Do you, do you like, uh, do you get people showing up at the door? Are you happy when the doorbell rings and you don't know who it is? And uh, if the doorbell rings and someone wants to talk politics to you, 
Uh, do, you, do you open the door? Are you receptive to that? Or are you more like... No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Because personally, I'd be like, there's no way I'm going to let anybody uh, in my house to talk about politics uh, today or any day. But 1-800-283-101.5. Like Sebastian Maniscalco said, you know, once upon a time, company was a big deal. Now, when you get a surprise knock at the door, you're hiding under the window. You're, you don't want anyone to know that you're there. Uh, it's a whole other thing. So I guess my question to you would be twofold. 1-800-283-101.5. Has anyone knocked at your door recently? And, uh, you know, you let them in. Have you ever, you know, opened the door to a total stranger? And how did it work out for you? If somebody knocked at your door and wanted to talk politics, would you, uh, would you open the door? Would you let them in? Would you be interested in what they have to say? Or would you be like, no way. No effing way. I got the door. I got the dresser moved in front of the door. I mean, you know, my town. I live in a small town called Roosevelt. People knock on the door all the time out of nowhere. I don't like that. I don't, I don't want to, you know, I want to know. If you want to come to my house, I want to know when you're coming. I want to know what you're there for. I want to plan my excuse to get you out of the house because I got things to do. I'm not really looking to, like, you know, spend the day hanging out. Unless maybe I am, in which case, you know, don't leave. But have you, uh, where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. When people knock on your door, do you answer the door? Or do you hide? Do you screen them? Now you got the ring doorbells. Now, you know, you know, you could see them coming. Or do you open the door and embrace? When strangers show up at your house, what do you do? And uh, give me some examples of strangers that showed up at your house and you opened the door. Did it ever work out? Was it something good? Like these, remember the door-to-door salesman, right? The, remember the, the fuller brush man would show up at the door and, oh, hi. Come right in, the vacuum cleaner salesman would knock on your door and they'd throw the dirt on the floor. And I'm going to clean it up for you. The, the episode of Taxi was great. When um, Jim Ignatowski, they, they all got laid off for a while. So Ignatowski gets a job as a vacuum cleaner salesman. He knocks on the door. He throws the dirt. He mashes it into the rug. He's pouring, like, liquids all over it. And they go, how will I clean it? With this book. Oh, I forgot. I didn't get the vacuum cleaner job. I got the encyclopedia job. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. If you're the person going door to door, I want to hear, like, do people still answer the door? So I guess it's a twofold question. You know, one, somebody knocks on your door. Somebody rings your bell out of nowhere. Do you go to the door? Do you let them in? Are you ready to have the conversation? Or is your first thought is get the hell out of here? Jane is in Lawrenceville, New Jersey, 101.5. Hey, Jane. Hey, I don't know if I could say this on the radio, but in our neighborhood, right. if there's a Jehovah Witness car pulling up, the first neighbor sees it, and it's like a domino effect on their telephone. Here they come. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the door. Don't answer the door. Really? I know. We just don't have the time to sit and chit-chat with these people. Remember Casper the Friendly Ghost? There's a guy! And all the doors would board up and, and they'd take off in the car and all. It's 
so true. When the doorbell rings, it's like, who the heck is ringing my doorbell? Yeah, you know, we don't want we don't want the doorbell ringing anymore. We want we want to know. We want texts. People don't even ring doorbells, right? Who even rings the doorbell now? It's like they pull up in the driveway and you get a text that says, "I'm here," right? I know, I know. That's sad, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I don't even know if my doorbell works. Uh, well, that's a scoop. Yeah, it, it's a. Do you, do you have the ring doorbell and the cameras and all that? No, I don't. Oh, so you have no idea who's on the other I end. I have no idea. No. So, do you answer the door when anybody like so? You like if the doorbell rang right now, would you answer it? Um, I would be looking. <laughs> Looking through the window, right? The Paris, periscope comes up over the, the driveway. See whose car it is. Okay. I, I, even then, would you? You'd have to really know the person. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I want to know, Jane. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five one eight hundred two eight three one hundred one point five. Someone shows up at your door. Hola, want to talk politics? No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. No, señor. That's what's happening in Rahway, right? They got a Latin, uh, Latin, uh, what is it? Uh, the Latino Action Network going door to door, trying to educate people to politics. Would you answer the door? No offense to the Latino Action, anybody. Anybody comes to the door wanting to talk politics or wanting to, uh, you know, sell you something, solicit something, turn you on to uh, religion, whatever. When strangers come to your door, do you embrace it? Ooh, I wonder who it could be. This will be a new adventure. Or you are like, Doc! 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Five. Weather brought to you by Bellare. This November, Bellare is opening spe- offering special savings on selected high-quality windows and doors. The more you spend, the more you'll save. Up to 15%. Call 908-895-6436 or visit BellareNJ.com for details. Some conditions apply. Steve Trevelis. The uh, Latino Action Network, bipartisan group going door-to-door educating people, Hispanic people, in the art of politics. Uh, who's running for what, what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. I want to know, uh, would you answer the door if someone came to your door talking politics? If you go door to door, how hard is it today to make a living? You know, do people open the door for anything anymore? You know, they've got so much warning that you're coming. They can check you out with the ring doorbell. They also had the peephole back in the day, right? Uh, But, uh, you know, do people still answer the door anymore? Do you still answer the door when strangers come a-calling? Or do you want to know? And what if somebody, if if you're a person who has to go door to door soliciting, You know, if you go door-to-door either preaching the word or you go door-to-door trying to sell something, magazine subscriptions, people still do that, right? The magazine subscriptions, right? Do people, you know, uh, does it work for you? And how hard, that's got to be the hardest sell. Someone is coming to the door. You have no idea who they are, what they want. You answer the door. Or on the other side of that, You have to go knock on the door of a total stranger who's not that crazy to see you in the first place, I got to imagine. Or are they? I mean, are anybody left? Oh, God, company's here. This is going to be great. Or is it like, what the heck do you want? 
1-800-283-101.5. I've asked this before, and I'll ask it again. What the hell are you doing here? It's you and Amber. What's up, pal? Yo, Trev. First of all, I got I to gotta call on this because, you know, like you use the, uh, you know, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> now you know where it came from. Yeah, but now I'm I'm just calling because I'm going to say I'm I'm here to bug you, dude. What's that? I'm just going to bug you. I mean, that's what these people do when they come to your home. You see, I don't know, but you see, that's the thing. Like, it's counterproductive. If the idea is I'm only here to bug you, why would they do it in the first place? These people actually believe that they're going to knock on a door, cold call a stranger, and get them to either buy into or buy something that they're selling. Exactly. But yesterday, Steve, I got to tell you, man, uh -huh. um, you know, I'm in Pennsylvania, and, you know, it's a big election here. Like, we're all dealing with it, right? Right. And people go out and vote tomorrow, man. We Absolutely. Take this country back. But anyway, so I'm sitting there, right? And I see these cars pull up in front of my house. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I'm sitting there. I'm watching football, right? It's right. Sunday, man. Yeah. The Lord's Day. Football. It's a relaxing, you know, I just want to give up. I, I don't want to think about things and all. And they start walking up my driveway, and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, so God. what I do, I go to the back room. I'm hiding. Mm -hmm. In your own I'm house. the doorbell. The dog's gone crazy, mm -hmm. you know. But what I'm saying is, like, why don't you guys do this on, like, a Friday or a Wednesday or a Tuesday? Sunday? Because they know you're going to be home. And they figure if you're going to watch the game, maybe your wife isn't. Uh, they got. I mean, that, that's what I mean. It's it's such a lost art. People don't want people to come to their. Once upon a time, it, like you know, Sebastian with the company, right? People don't want people coming to the houses anymore. Yeah, I agree. But now, if it was friends of mine coming in, I'd probably open the door. But what I'm saying, uh, probably, is <laughs> definitely, <laughs> possibly, <laughs> depending. <laughs> I'd probably open the door. Right. I get that, too. Yeah, but that's the thing. You don't want to be surprised. You know, I want to know you're coming. I want to know when you're coming. And I want to know when you're leaving. I want, to, I want a time limit on this. But the other thing is, Steve, man, listen, right. people have to understand. We don't, you know, it's, it, it's, it's the whole soliciting thing. Mm -hmm. People are tired of this stuff, man. They want to be just left alone. They're probably going to vote for you anyway, but if you come to their door, they might say, well, now I'm going to vote against you. See, I don't know. I mean, if the worker comes to the door, you're right. But I think that, like, if you if, if an actual candidate, like we had the guy talking earlier when uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was campaigning when she started out, oh, and yeah. she was going door to door. I could see, like, when someone knocks on your door and says, hey, I'm the candidate, I'm running, I would give that yeah. person, because I, I would say, you know, I give them a lot of credit for taking the time to want to knock on the door and uh, talk to me. That's true. But if it's the that's worker bee, that's a different story.
you know, you know, I don't know what this guy thinks. You're, you're, you're the shill, you're paid or whatever to come and knock on the door. Yeah. But the candidate, especially like, uh, like a, an important candidate, not an, you know, they're all important, but you know what I mean? A more powerful candidate. You know, if, if the governor knocked on your door, well, you probably closed the door. I mean, you know what I mean? If the candidate knocked on the door, you'd be interested. But listen, this is Steve tomorrow. Uh-huh. I'm not, I'm not one to make, uh, you know, like, I don't know what might happen, but dude, we are going to have a wet wave. The, pe- the American people are so fed up with the direction of this country. Tomorrow is going to be a special day, my friend. You have to ask yourself, you know, like Reagan said, are you better off now than you were four years ago? The oh, answer is my gosh. no. You, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel? About people coming to your door and knocking on it. Strangers knocking on your door. Do you let them in? Are you happy? Are you receptive? And have you ever had an experience with someone knocking on your door? I remember I was, before I got married, I had a roommate, me and Ira. We're watching the Yankees and the White Sox. It's the ninth inning, right? They're going into extra innings. The game is intense. And there's a knock on the door, and I let the guy in. Because I just want to shut him up so I can watch the game. And the, and the Yankees go over and they score two runs. And I'm watching his rally. Well, I got a guy trying to talk to me about some school board election or whatever. And I know kids at the time. And I'm trying to get him out. I'm trying to. He, I'm making it so obvious that I want him to leave. And he won't. Wait, wait, you, when, you, when people knock on the Roberson household, yeah. do you like, oh, or do you like move a dresser in front of the door and duck under the couch? Yeah, you know, nowadays. Uh, the pop-in doesn't happen anymore, really, you know, especially with, like, condo or apartment living. Like, it just doesn't happen. But I remember growing up, it would happen, like, all the time. Yeah. And it was, it was like, I don't know, I guess that was social media back then. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, sometimes it was like, hey, great to see you. And other times it was like, hey, uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but now, like, they got, like, political, you know, like, campaign people oh, knocking yeah. on doors. And they're like, who answers the door anymore? Right. Usually I just step over a bunch of brochures that are shoved under the front. And that's, like, you know, that that's all they do. And That's and as close as you're you, getting to ex- me. Exactly. Just give me a flyer. <laughs> 930. Now, the latest New Jersey... Uh, Keystone Roofing and Siding is your home's exterior showing signs of age. Don't wait till it's too late. Call Keystone Roofing and Siding for a free evaluation. Roofing, siding, windows, quality work, professionally done. Visit their state-of-the-art showroom on Route 9 in Howell or log on to keystonepros.com. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Wednesday night is Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Justin Gonzalez, Mark Riccadonna, Jim and I are going to be in here. Thursday night, uh, Jersey's opening lines at 10. We have got a foreigner band, an incredible foreigner band called Double Vision. And uh, they're going to come in here and play live for you. Uh, like they did the last couple of times they were here. And they are really good. They're going to be coming, uh, coming to your area very soon, which is why we've got them. We're going to be giving away Wayne Newton tickets as as well. Uh, you never heard of Wayne Newton, right? Wayne Newton, he sang a song called Don Shane, which in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know Wayne Newton now? Okay. Uh, he was uh, he was very big in the 60s. He's got, a, he's got a lot of stories about Elvis, he could tell, and uh, Johnny Carson. And he was in a James Bond movie. He played a villain. Uh, 
in one of the James Bond movies, I forget, but Wayne freaking Newton. We got, we're working on getting him on the show. I'm also working on getting Ralph Macho on the show, but that's a whole different story. Guy keeps turning me down. I don't know. I've tried. I've tried and tried. I see him on social media with everybody. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Um, Go to the Steve Trevelisse page, and you can get my, my thoughts on the Daylight Savings Time and an incredible pizza that uh, Todd came in with last week uh, from Big Boy's Pizza in Marlboro. The man, Todd Holbert, uh, is incredible. Took time out from his honeymoon to bring this pizza here, and it was a Thanksgiving pizza. Now, this is perfect. If you you got kids and you want them to eat the Thanksgiving dinner and they don't want to eat the Thanksgiving dinner, this is a pizza. And on the pizza is turkey, brown gravy, cranberry sauce, sausage stuffing, and of course, keeping it all together, mozzarella cheese. And it is out of this world. We had it. Uh, but it's a story, the story, the recipe, it's all on nj1015.com. Judy um, wrote a piece. And Judy's the one who wrote the story about the Beaver Moon tonight as well. I saw it on Twitter. But uh, check her out, her out on nj1015.com. She grew up at the windmill. And uh, the Windmill Restaurant, which is going to be closing its doors. And it's sad because I have a Windmill t-shirt. They used to come here all the time. Uh, It was quite the hangout back in the day. And uh, on Judy's uh, article at nj1015.com, she quotes Eric Scott's piece, Though bittersweet as a family, we have made the difficult decision to sell the windmill restaurants, the couple who owned it wrote, since 1976, Rena and Stephen Levine. We have had the honor of serving you delicious food that made us Jersey Shore icon. And they were. And I'm telling you, man, they would bring the hot dogs here, and they were out of this world. The fries. Oh, my God. Uh... Coming up at 1010 is going to be Steve Eccles, and he's got a page, a Facebook group called Down the Shore. And it's all pictures of old places in New Jersey that aren't there anymore. You know, uh, the Beatles, there are places I remember, right? You know, Brian Adams, those are the best years of my life. I want to throw this out to you at 1-800-283-101.5. Where are some of the destination spots, the places you remember? In New Jersey that aren't there anymore. You know, the places you used to hang out at, that everybody gathered at, they're not there anymore. Progress, maybe pandemic, maybe they, you know, they just couldn't survive in New Jersey. But they gave you some incredible memories. You know, they gave you times, a time of your life, a period of your life. When uh, life was fun, you went down, you sat, maybe it was a restaurant, you ate a diner, you hung out in, and this was where you went. You know, if you watched Happy Days, there was Arnold's. Where was your Arnold's diner? 1-800-283-101.5. And you know what? If you could bring one of those places back, if you could resurrect that building, that business, and go back there with your friends from back in the day, where would you go? I could ask you who you would bring, but we wouldn't know. But where would you go? Some of the greatest places, some of the best memories in New Jersey aren't there anymore. They live on and down the shore. Uh, the Facebook page. But I want you to, you know, think about this. If you could bring one back, if you could resurrect the place, and you're back there. You're back there when you were back there. You're not back there now with old fart. You're back there when it was re- when you was relevant, when you was fab. Where would you go? 
For me, I would say, like, we're going to great adventure back in the day. There was a place called the Central House. And the Central House, when we started it, when we started, when Great Adventure first opened, it was a little nickel beer dive bar dump. And the next year, they put a room onto it. And the following year, it got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. I stayed at Great Adventure five years. By the time I left, they had an upstairs, a downstairs, a restaurant, and they're not there anymore. Because then what happened was eventually people started building all kinds of Tommy's Millstone, all kinds of restaurants and stuff all along Great Adventure. Then it was Hotshot Subs, and uh, that poor guy built, and only to have Great Adventure just kind of bottom out and, uh, you know, tank as far as businesses went, and they lost their business. But 1-800-283-101.5, where are the places that you remember that aren't there anymore, that you would love to go back? You know, and some of them had incredible food. And it's a shame that when the place closed, they didn't continue on selling, you know, packaging, whatever, the great food. 1-800-283-101.5. That's the kind of thing. You know, those are the kind of places that you live for. I want to hear it. I want to hear your story. Let's talk to... Is this Melissa? How you doing, Melissa? How did you know it was me? I could tell. I, I, you have a certain ring to your voice. And besides, the dog gave it away. <laughs> How are you? I'm okay. I was just going to say... Four years ago today is when you saved your best friend's life. Four years ago today is when you saved my best friend's life. You donated a kidney. If it wasn't for you, it wouldn't have happened. Oh, you know what? I'm so glad that you called that night. And uh, and you know what? He's, he's doing so well now. He married his high school sweetheart. He went on to live happily ever after. And uh, we talk every couple of weeks. Rob's doing great. How are you doing? Good, no complaints. God, I can't believe it. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, but my daughter was a freshman in college, and now it's four years later, and my other one's a freshman in college now. Wow. Wow, we're too young for this, Melissa. We're too young for this. That's yeah. fantastic. Now, how have you been doing? How you been holding up? Good, good. No complaints. Yeah. I've been fine. Oh, yeah. That's fantastic. That If you had it to do over, would you still do it? Yes. You're a wonderful person. You're a wonderful person. Melissa Coleman donated a kidney to my friend, Captain Robert Pisani. The operation was formed four years ago tonight. And I remember the call. I remember, you know, calling him in the hospital, and he's all bleary, and you were all bleary, and you guys came <laughs> in here. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you called. I am so glad you called. Well, thank you, and I'm so glad that you made this possible for Rob and for me to help him. Oh, thank you so much. Keep in touch. All right. Have a great night. Bye. You got it. That's Melissa Coleman. She uh, we uh, she came in here. Rob came in. My friend, uh, my best friend from Union City, needed a kidney. Came on and pleaded, and Melissa, listening, happened to hear it. Called in, donated the kidney, and the surgery was performed four years ago tonight at St. Barnabas. Amazing. Mark, hold on. I'm going to give you more time. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Give me a place in New Jersey that you loved. It's not there anymore. New Jersey 101.5.
The Jersey Weather brought to you by Edison Nissan. Check out the huge selection of new and used vehicles at Edison Nissan on Route 1 in Edison with plenty of Nissans in stock. They always make buying fun and easy. Visit them online at edisonnissan.com for more details. Steve Trevelisse, 1-800-283-101.5. Down the Shore is a Facebook page started by Steve Eccles. He's going to come on later. It's all about places uh, that you remember that aren't there anymore. And Mark is in Sicklerville on New Jersey 101.5. Mark, thanks for waiting. Hey, how you doing? Actually, I'm driving home from a Rutgers game, 40-point win. It was a great game tonight. But listen, yeah. um, back, in the, back in the day, I was a North Jersey guy. My wife was a South Jersey girl. Right. And she would come up to see me, and I lived in Kearney. In the corner of Belleville Turnpike, and I think it was Schuyler Avenue, at the corner of North Arlington and Kearney was a place a hot dog place called Egan's. Egan's? A-G-A-N-S. Egan's. Okay. They turned it into a CVS. Oh. At the end of the night, when we came up, when she came up to visit, and I would have to take her home, we'd always stop at Egan's, and we'd spend time there and getting great hot dogs, just having a beer, and there was a whole bunch of lively people around there, and places like that don't exist anymore. It sucks. Not for a stupid CVS. Yeah, you know what? It, because, I don't know, do people not come and hang out anymore? Is it just like we go, we eat, we leave? Or or what is it? You're right. You know, like you said, you, you go into Egan's. What kind of hot dogs did you get? What, what was your favorite hot dog there? Oh, it was always chili and onions. It was, it was a chili and onion dog. But they had, I mean, it's a, it was, I guess there were a whole bunch of hot dog places in North Jersey. There was Callahan's. Callahan's next to Hiram's, right? Callahan's is gone. Hiram's remains. Yeah, and, and those were the place. Like Judy wrote in a post, like the windmill, it, was a, it wasn't so much a restaurant as much as it was a destination. And Correct. everybody, and that's how I get, and everybody knows the owner, and the owner knows everybody in there, and that's what makes it so great. You know, they don't do that anymore. We need that. No, people, uh, people, they, they just don't, people just don't hang. I mean, I guess there are local bars in local towns that people hang in, but other than those places, it's not the same anymore. I, you know what? I don't even know if they do it. You know, I don't even know like how many local bars are around anymore. But thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Maybe it's social media. You know, maybe like people, you know, the world we live in today, we don't have time to just go out and socialize. You know, we, you're working two or three jobs to make ends meet in New Jersey. How much time do you have? You know, like, enjoy this time, Rob. You know, what are you? You, you Come here, come here, come here. So, like, you know, now, since this, this is what happens. This is how life gets you, right? So, what are you, 22 now, right? You're about, you're about 22? Yeah, I'm 22. And, and you go and you hang out with your friends? I do. I, when all my friends, because uh, my, my hometown friends, when we were all living in the same area, in the same town, we used to go. It's still open to this day, thank, thank goodness. Garwood Lanes. Okay. We, we used to the bowling go, alley. Yeah, go, used cool. to go to a bowling alley. Yeah, and like all the time, we used to just go sit there, chill out, have a good time, you know, bowl. It, it's, it's so I did that when I was 22. The problem is when you're 32, the crowd gets more. 42, even smaller. 52, really small. <laughs> and it, it, it just dissipates. And, you know, those, those hangout places don't really exist anymore. The franchise places, maybe, you know what I mean? But who goes Who goes to a place now where you just go sit, like you have the lanes, where you can just hang out? And more and more, you know, we see them close. Steve Eccles is coming up in just a few minutes. Uh, down the shore, the Facebook page. You got any Jersey Shore places that you remember?
You may hear them talked about. Or you want to call in and chime in? We'd love to hear from you. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Jersey Radio. And tonight we got the lunar eclipse, the Beaver Moon. Judy wrote it at nj1015.com. Go find out. Uh, we were talking in the last hour, uh, a little bit this hour as well, about the places you remember, the places down the shore that are no longer there anymore. And uh, Steve Eccles, I wrote a blog at nj1015.com a few months ago about uh, places at the Jersey Shore that aren't there. And uh, I got alerted from a guy named Steve who said that his father uh, has a whole Facebook page dedicated to this. And I checked it out, and I said, uh, dude, you have got to come on. And here he is now, Steve Eccles from Down the Shore, the Facebook page. How you doing, Steve-O? I'm good. How are you, Steve? Nice to meet you. Oh, same here. Well, to speak to you. We're going to meet. Uh, so so now, tell me, I got, this, I got this thing you sent me. We're talking about the daylight savings time earlier. I love it when it gets dark at 4 p.m., said no one ever. Right. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Yeah, so I was listening then, and I'm like, I got to send him this. This is too funny. I love it. So, so now so now, tell me, man, how did, how did this all come to be? How did you end up with this idea to do 2011, this 2011 right. um, of July on the 28th. Well, we still say the 25th, even though we made it official on the 28th of July in 2011. Right. I had started it, and it was only going to be a short while that we did it. And um, it turned into like it is now with 38,000 members, you know, in the 11 years that, or 10 years that we've had it, a little over 10 years, almost 11 years that we've had it. And it's a Facebook page called Down the Shore. And if you want to join, how do you join? Just there. Um, you can go on Facebook and look us up. It's called Down the Shore, things that are not there. And the are not is all one word, okay. A-R-E-N-O-T. When we did it, they wouldn't let us split it up to aren't. So we kept it as like our little trademark. Oh, I like that. Okay. And, and it stuck. Yeah, it stuck ever since. What was the first yeah. picture you put up on that page? Uh, the first picture I probably put up. Oh God! If I went back and looked, probably one of the. I would say um, more than likely the Asbury Park Boardwalk was probably one of the first ones we had put up. Now this is before 1970, the before the fire. Or what? Uh, Probably, yeah, before the, uh, after the, riot, the riots, right. probably right. like, right, after the riots, probably like 1975-ish, a picture of the rides that were on the boardwalk across the street from where Stone Pony is now on Ocean uh-huh. Avenue and that whole area there. Now, that was probably one of my first five. What like, what was it that made you start the page? I mean, where did you get the idea from? I, I, I was always into things that, you know, the nostalgia of, of the Jersey Shore. I grew up in Asbury and Neptune right. uh, all my life, you know, and then I moved down to La Valette and in the Seaside Park where we had bought a house in 2001. Um, and I just, my son, Stephen, um, said, Dad, you know, you should start a page. And I didn't have time really for it at the time. I was on, you know, I was working a couple jobs um, at the time. And I really, and I said, all right, I'll do it, you know, with you. He goes, I'll help you. And the next thing you know, that first night we started it, we had a 1,000 people within like an hour. My God. So how many stories did you tell your son about growing up with those places? Oh, they, they knew because we had pictures. Um, my parents had pictures of, you know, us on the rides in Asbury when rides were on the 
Beach, um, Bradley Beach had ri- little kitty rides for a while by their public pool, um, you know, and I, I just get started researching and stuff, and we would find more pictures, and in the beginning, we had uh, started, like, a topic every night, like, you know, like, if you would watch my link, um, listen to the other um, link that we had up, um, you know, of, like, places that, your favorite restaurant, your you know, where did you go and have your first date, what movie theater did you like, what's driving, you know, there's only one driving in New Jersey now, it's down in Vineland. We had an outing there. I'll tell you a quick story. We had an outing there um, 11 years ago. Right. And a buddy of mine who turned into my DJ for any outings that we had, we had let the girls have a Christmas outing at one of the hotels in um, Tom's River our first year. And I decided that we were going to have an outing at the only drive-in now, we're all up in Monmouth. Most of us are all Monmouth and Ocean Counties. We drove to Vineland. We had called the movies. Um, they let us all park together. And a buddy of mine, Sean McDivitt, God rest his soul now, um, he was my DJ. He was our class clown, our group class clown. Uh-huh. And a buddy of his that he had worked with on the Seaside Heights boardwalk years beforehand when we were all on the boardwalk down there, um, August, September, drove all the way down from Staten Island with his wife to come and surprise Sean. And they hadn't seen each other in like 10 years. How about that? You know, so he pulled into the driveway of the movie theater and Sean said to the, he didn't realize it was August at the time. And he goes, hey, are you here for the dirt down the shore group or are you just here to see the movie? And the guy goes, no, I'm here to see you, Sean. Nice. And Sean just looked and he looked at me. He goes, it's Augie. And I'm like. Holy hell, it is, you know. <laughs> uh, we've had some great stories. We've had, like I said, we've had people over there that are overseas that, um, you know, through our page, they, you know, reminisce about the old days and stuff. We have a couple of girls that were in the service in Greenland and stayed over there and made a career out of it. And, and, and you know, friends that hadn't seen each other or didn't know they were part of the group that, you know, hey, I didn't know you were part of Steve's group. Like a couple of years later, they you know, see somebody comment and said, oh, I didn't know they were on the page. And I'd be like, yeah, small world. How about that? And you know what? It's we were talking earlier about, you know, where the bars used to hang out at. Well, now you hang out at Steve's Facebook page. You hang out at down the shore. Yeah. You know, like my my two favorite restaurants that aren't around anymore was the Southern House in Point Pleasant, uh-huh. which burned down, and the drawbridge that was in Brielle. Now that's condos, uh-huh. townhouses. You know, and then some of the, you know, some of the bars that aren't around anymore. Like, oh, there's thousands of them. Belmar. Oh, yeah. You know, and like I said, we go from Sandy Hook to Cape May and all of Monmouth and Ocean County. Because yeah. I consider Monmouth and Ocean County the shore, the shore area anyway. You know, you know, when we do the fun trivia sometimes, I'll, you know, I always tell everybody to uh, think out of the box sometimes because I'll do a picture from Allentown, which is in my, the last western town in Monmouth County. Right. Now. And, uh, you know, but we, uh, we do that every night now. And I answer, unless somebody doesn't get it. Um, we've had ones that have lasted 17 days before somebody could guess what town it was in and stuff. Well, how about that? Strict rules. We do like no politics, you know, no blame games on why something's not around anymore. No, just have fun. Just remember the good times. Yeah, but I, I, I do it to, you know, I curtail all that stuff. I'm not into the political part of stuff. Oh, it's good. 
you know, somebody's fault, why this isn't there anymore and stuff like that, you know. Do you love getting the stories? Do you love getting, like, when people send you pictures, do they send you the story with the picture as why they got that picture, why it means so much to them? Yeah, some some do. I mean, I had two guys that helped me a lot. Um, Well, Mike Pizzeri, who's my right-hand man, and Sean used to have a lot of pictures from from the shore, you know, from Seaside and stuff. We got a lot from them. Um, Randy Russman, who helps me out a lot with some pictures, does a lot of research into the Asbury Park archives. Mm-hmm. I do now, too. But yeah, that's how we found a lot. And I would just go to Google. Something would pop into my head like, hey, what was that restaurant that was in Long Branch that we can't remember or that was on Ocean Avenue? And I'll just start Googling and we'll find the name of it. People ask me all the time, what was the name of that car dealership that used to be on Route 35 in Wall Township or something like that, you know? And that's how you find them. We've had fun with it. For a while, it turned into another 24-hour job. Yeah, I can imagine that. We've had a lot. Yeah. You know, like I said, we got thirty-eight, over 38,000 people now. And now with this being, you know, on the radio with you guys, we might end up with another 100 or 200 people tomorrow when I wake up. Not bad. Not bad. How do people get involved? They want to go. What do they do? They go to the Facebook page? Yeah, they can go to the Facebook page. Um, you look at all our photos. If I, if I was to count how many photos in the 11 years we have on there, some are repeats, some are, mm-hmm. you know, different angles of restaurants or bars or topics that we've had they could just go on there and in the search thing you know uh the icon that the magnifying glass just type in what they're looking for like say we'll just say for example uh the rescue bar that was in belmar and they wanted to search it and we might have a picture of it or a topic that was done on it and it'll all pop up oh that's fantastic like that yeah we and like I said, I never thought to this day that we would have 38,000 people, and I'd still have to be doing it 11 years later. Oh, let's see. Keep doing it 11 years from now. Steve Eccles, man, thanks so much for coming on. No, no problem, and I appreciate you reaching out, you know. And like I said, it's just something that, in the beginning, it caught a nerve of a lot of people, because here's how it started. When we went on, and I was trying to think of the name, um, we had a friend that raced with, at Wall Stadium with us, and he was a member of one that was called Central Jersey. Uh-huh. Things weren't there. And I'm like, it's kind of catchy. I said, but ours is like the shore. So I went down the shore. Things that aren't there anymore. Perfect. And Perfect. I, I see like T-shirts. It. I see bumper stickers. Yeah. All right. yeah, we, I had a guy in Florida who was, um, when Sandy hit, um, donated to shirts and stuff. We raised about $1,000. Oh, um, nice. A little over. Um, and donated to, I think we, I think we ended up donating it to Oceans of Love or, or somebody. Yeah, that's a great organization, you know? Oceans of Love. Steve, yeah. I gotta hit the traffic, man. Thanks for coming on. All right, buddy. No problem. Anytime you want to do it again, just let me know. You got it. Down the shore of the Facebook page. That's Steve Eccles. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. It's Thanksgiving. Make it a Thanksgiving with New Jersey 101.5. You can get a free $100 Wegmans gift card for this year's holiday feast. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win a free $100 Wegmans gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, Edison Nissan on Route 1 in Edison. Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. From New Jersey, 101.5, Steve Trevelis. How about that? Steve Eccles, down the shore. If you want to 
reminisce. If you want to check out pictures of what life was like when you were, uh, when you was fab, when you remembered, when you were uh, having the time of your life, you go to Down the Shore Facebook page, you got pictures from, oh my God, everything. Name the category. Restaurants, steakhouses, clubs. See, for me, it was mostly the clubs. You know, like, uh, if I asked you, what were the bars you hung out in? What were the places that you actually, uh, 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 looks like you got lucky in. Where are the places you actually met people at? That's a good point. Hooked up. Uh, once upon a time, it was real easy to hook up in New Jersey. I don't know what it's like now. I've been married a long time, so I'm not into that. But anyway, is, is it easy to hook up now, Rob? Rob says it's not easy to hook up. So come on in here. Come on in here. Come on. So, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what's... I know, like, when I was when I was 22, we had... Let's see. There was the, the beach house in Point Pleasant. was a great place. Uh, there was the Silver Dollar in Point Pleasant. which was another bar. There was the Chatterbox was a place in Seaside Heights. My mother met my father in the Chatterbox. Really? Yeah. And, uh, and every year, my father would go spit on the ground in front of the boardwalk at the Chatterbox. My, my mother met my father <laughs> in the Chatterbox. Uh, and then uh, she was engaged, my mother. Really? And my, by the time my father was done with her, here I am. Uh, but then, like, the Chatterbox, I don't know when the Chatterbox got torn down. Or did, I don't know how it ended. But I remember going to the Chatterbox myself and seeing like Jay and the Americans or the Monkees would be there. You know, they, they, right. would, they would, you know, bring in like the top bands, but they would also bring in like, you know, big acts. And they ride on the seaside boardwalk. Uh, like they were there. Then you had, uh, well, Mary's Husband's Pub in Belmar was another great bar. Uh, now, what, what are the bars that you hang out in today? What are the bars that are around today? So I actually used to go to the bars around Ewing because I went to school at Ryder University. I went to, there's this place, it's now called, I used to go here every Thursday night. Right. It was a, it's actually a club. It's the place Cooper's Review. That That's that place right next it's to the Trent Thunder. It's still there. All right, Cooper's yeah. Review. Yeah, so we called it. We called it by the original name because that's what I heard it from at school. It was called Row, and you had to go. You had to go Row? when you were 21. Yes, that that was their original name. And I first heard about it when my freshman roommate went, and he snuck in. He climbed. You can climb over a fence, and he used to hype himself up in yeah. front of the mirror. He used to flex in front of the mirror. And I, <laughs> I, 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 used to, I used to say to him, like, tonight's going to be your night, buddy. Oh, yeah, I can this see it coming out. It. Oh, look at you. But when I finally that went, night. Oh man! Yeah, no, he would come back. He'd be like, eh, it was, "I got kicked out. They caught me." <laughs> I, I thought he'd be quick. He was a wrestler. I, I thought not, he'd climb up the fence quick. That, but yeah. when I finally went for the first time, I'm a big dancer, Steve. I Are you love, really? I love to dance. Okay. I love to dance, and you know, I was ready for it. But right as I was going, I had a like tightness in my knee and I, I said to myself there's no way that I'm not gonna dance so I have to I have to do something so I'm wearing a knee brace under my pants and and I'm so that you could dance uh, yeah so, so I'm trying to dance with my friends I'm jumping my hands in the air and like every like 10 minutes my leg <sighs> my leg would lock up and I go God and and because since I really like dancing, they people, thought it was a new dance. They song. were like, "Whoa!" Oh, and like, he invented something. The they, Rob. They Everybody would, they would do the Rob. This, they would form the circle, and I'd Around be like, "No, you? no, no!" And I'd be like, "Get me to a seat, please." <laughs> Call an ambulance. 
<laughs> How about that? Yeah. See, I, when I was I, around here, I remember a place called the Granada. And okay. that's not around anymore, right? No, I don't and think so. The Granada. And they used to mark the tires on the car with different colors every hour. So if the cops saw a yellow tire, a yellow mark on a car, they figured, well, you were there for a couple of hours, chances are, and they would pull you over and give you a sobriety test. Hmm, that's actually pretty smart. Right. There was another place up in Flemington called Raspberries, and they used to have bands all the time. Uh, the Satellite Lounge in, uh, what the hell's that place? Satellite Lounge by Fort Dix. I can't remember the name of the town. Uh, but that was another place. The Springsteen played that. He'd go to like 5.30 in the morning. Really? Owner would fire a gun into the ceiling. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. What's, what's a town near Fort Dix? Not Pemberton. Damn, I can't remember. Let me, let me see if I can Google this real fast. But there were like, you know, then you had like uh, Sayerville, you had the Colonel's Garter. Nice. I used to go to a place in, well, there was also another place I used to go to. It was, it's actually right near here. It's McGuinn's. Uh-huh. And when I went, my friends, they they used to go, and because I used to live with guys who were older than me, and they used to say, dude, you got to go to McGuinn's with us. And I'm like, yeah, sure, cool. And I finally go, I'm 21. And I thought it was going to be college night. They said, Monday night, you go. And when I went, we were the only college kids there. It, it was all uh, us and the That's kind of like Otis. That's like Otis Day in the Nights. <laughs> well done. Roxanne's in Browns Mills. Hey, Roxanne, are you telling me where the satellite lounge is? It's Town. 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 Now I remember. You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, you're cu- you're cutting out, Roxanne. Did you go? Yeah. Yeah. I'm there in spirit. In spirit. Yes, and I always will be. That place will go to like five thirty in the morning when no- Springsteen played there. We better than the Philadelphia Phillies, and our Eagles are eight and zero. All right, just to remind me. It's Roxanne, <laughs> keeping it going. Yeah, you didn't need a reminder on the no, I almost, record. I, I no. could have, you know, lived without that. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> in fact, I was trying to forget as I saw the commercial come on you know, with the Redskins. Now, then that's right, the Washington Football Team, right? The Commanders, the Commanders, better known as the Commies, <laughs> the Commies, <laughs> the Commies, <laughs> and that will be uh, that will be next Monday night. But we will be here, all hanging out. Uh, what was the bar that you hung out in? What, where did Young Chad hang out? Young Chad hang out. There was a place in um, you know, in Columbus back home, a rock uh, a club called the Al Rosa Villa. Um, and it was, uh, you know, we would, and when I was in high school, we'd go see the Reverend Horton Heat or uh, Primus would play there every now and then. Look at that. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, cool. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> Reverend, <laughs> the Reverend Horton Heat. 1030. <laughs> Now the latest new... Five, weather's brought to you by Ford's Jewelers. Since 1971, Barry Berman of Ford's Jewelers has offered customers one of the largest quality jewelry, watch, and gift collections in the area, all under one roof. If you haven't seen this store, you should. For more information, visit FordsJewelers.com. All right, Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. Rob Brown producing the show tonight. Oh, yeah. And uh, here comes the best part of the night. This is where we discuss what's going on. There's no reason to be walking around with No, 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 no. We, we, we know that, but thank you for reminding us, Dr. Fauci. I've got news for you. That's Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give 
Jimmy the News. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? What is going on out here, Rob? So, all right. First things first, for me, it's... I was looking up some stuff that's going on in New Jersey, and I actually saw something that I really liked. What was that? Because, you know, females out there, especially for uh, high school sports, specifically in Atlantic City, in that area, they are having a wrestling team. More women wrestling teams are coming out. Really? But my favorite thing about it was, when they were giving the whole press release of everything, I forget his name because I can't pull up the article now because it says I have to pay a dollar for it. It says... We're yeah, they shouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, stop trying to solicit. You, you, you suck me in to read the story. That's then what you I'm want, saying. Then you want a dollar for the story. Because the best part of it is at the end, he says, I'm looking out for you guys. Oh. Out of all things. This is going to be a press release. And you say, I'm looking for you guys. You know... We have, uh, we gotta ch check the news because they have all the codes for all this and we get all that. Really? Yeah. We have, uh, we're, we're on top of that. But I, I, it's funny you should mention that because I saw this thing famous movies that would never air today. Really? All the Which different, ones? Uh, oh, I pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Oh my gosh. Could I, never end today. I watched that one during the pandemic because I was like, you know what? I'm a huge, I I'm a Sandman, I'm uh -huh. a big Sandler fan. I gotta watch all of them. Uh -huh. I put on that one. I was like, "Wow!" They're not gonna do that today. Wow! Uh, funny, it could never work today. Sixteen Candles, Molly Ringwald, could yeah. never work today. Uh, Zapped could never work today. Nineteen eighty-two, uh, story of a teenage boy played by Scott Bayo who gets telekinetic powers, even though he's the hero of the story. Says most of his film bullying his female classmates. Okay, Crocodile Dundee, really could never work today. Uh, that's not a knife. That's a knife. Stereotypical, they say. Dogma, where Kevin Smith just makes fun of religion. And, uh, uh yeah, he also apparently, uh, he actually received death threats to his life after this movie. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. You know, Kevin Smith's been on the show. Really? Yeah, listen. It's in my blood, man. I've been listening since I was a kid. Are you kidding me? Like, you gotta remember, I grew up at convenience stores and, before I brought in a TV to Quick Stop, it was all radio. Yeah. All right. I tried to get him in the studio. Uh, Porgies, never make it today. Uh, Forrest Gump would never make it today. No way. Really? That's what they're saying. Uh, Forrest Gump earned Tom Hanks' second consecutive Oscar. His portrayal of a mentally challenged Alabama man who witnesses some major historic events has become an iconic film with plenty of quotable lines. These days, there has been a big conversation about actors playing different races or genders in all likelihood. While the movie makes you feel an endearment toward this char title character, having Hanks play a mentally challenged man, some would find questionable. Well, I wouldn't. You know what? He's an actor playing a role. And that's what it should be. But in this ever-changing world in which we live in, Revenge of the Nerds would be unacceptable. Hold on, hold on. I want to go back to that Forrest Gump. Because to me, because I've had this conversation with my family before. Right. The story of it is, is that you're seeing someone go through the history of the United States. Right. And he has no idea. You could still do that to this day. I still feel like, I mean, my dad was coming up. I, I think the example was, I mean... Look at how many things now trend just on, for instance, like social media, television. 
How hilarious would that be if you were able to put Forrest Gump into those situations? I, I don't know. Well, you it, know what's it, funny? I, I agree with you. And I think that people will come out and say that this would never work today. You can't do this. You can never do All in the Family today. All in the Family's on every day in yeah. reruns. All these shows that they, they say you could never put on are already on in reruns. You know, they just haven't advanced the ball to come up with shows that would top them. You know, to come up with better shows. But, you know, it's a shame that, you know, it shouldn't be offensive. It should be, I don't like it. But that means, doesn't mean you can't watch it. And then we all watch what we want. Uh-huh. You know, the way it used to be before we became so offended. Yeah, I, I, believe me, I, I, I think Forrest Gump, probably whatever streaming service it's on, it's probably still promoted as a huge thing. Oh, it is a huge thing. You know, it's, it's one of uh, Tom Hanks' greatest movies. All right, what else we got? All right, this one, okay, this one's for my cooking people out there. Your cooking people. I, I'm not a... I'm cookies. Not, I, 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 am, I am not a chef. I, no. I will say I am not a chef because I found something to me because I was, I was looking on some websites, and this is a bread machine that has 20 preset modes for easy baking. 20 preset mode. It's a bread? What kind of... What do you mean, 20? So... Italian bread, French bread, Jewish rye. I mean, what kind of... I think it's for, like... Rolls. For, for toast, like, for toasting, like... But how do you... What What is the difference between... Who's that discriminating? That they need to know how exactly how they want their bread toasted. Guess how much it is on Amazon. $99. Higher. $999? All right, a little bit lower than that. But $293. And Are you kidding? And 40 cents. And what does it do? So, all right, we're now... So it, what it does, it's an automatic bread machine with 20 preset features. So you can have the best bread. Lumpy <laughs> loaves, the lack of viewing. Like To me, there's only two different types of toast. You either... Toast and toast, not toast. Toast or you really burnt it. You know, like, how yeah. do you... What are you determining... Is, you know, 20, like, who came up with this? Someone who's like, Somebody you know what? wanted to make a lot of money. It, like, it, is this for diners, for people who have specific orders? Like, I like it just a tip of brown with a little bit. Because... They give you a color chart. What do you want it to look like? <laughs> it looks like that. All right. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, let's take a break, and then we'll come back with some more. This is Eric Scott. 101.5. Steve Trevelyan's. Rob Brown, producing the show with the headlines and the treble lines. Did you know that uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductions was Saturday night? Yes. And uh, Duran Duran's Andy Taylor admitted that he had uh, stage four prostate cancer. Uh, really? Yeah. A, uh, Andy Taylor not able to attend Saturday night's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Uh, where the band was honored because of a setback in his diagnosis of stage four prostate cancer. We pray for him. Uh, Nick Rhodes and John Taylor and Roger Taylor and Simon Lamont were there. They acknowledge his absence from the event. So, uh, what else we got? All right. So, everybody knows $1.9 million yes. for, a billion, excuse me. $1.9 billion. Billion. So, I wanted to find some stuff about it. What is that? I brought the band in. Nice. So I actually found the luckiest Powerball numbers. 
The luckiest Powerball numbers? Yes. Shut up. He's talking. Yes. <laughs> so, all right. These numbers have been drawn the most amount of times. And these numbers are 61. It has been drawn 78 times. Okay. 32 has been drawn 77 times. 63 has been drawn 73 times. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. Let me do this again. I was 61. Are you writing these down? Yes. What's the next one? 32. 61 was drawn. Uh, 61 was drawn how many times? 78 times. 61 drawn 78 times. Okay. And uh, what's the other one? Number 32. Uh huh. It was drawn 77 times. Okay. Next one. 63. Okay. It has been drawn 73 times. Okay. The number 21 has been drawn 73 times as well. Okay. And everyone's favorite, number 69. Yes. Has been drawn 72 times, including Saturday night at November 5th. Saturday, really? Yeah. So what is that? How does that make you feel that these are the luckiest numbers? Do you think that they could still, because they have such a high percentage. If you play them all together? I don't know. That's five numbers. How many, how many do the, I don't, I don't play the Powerball. My wife plays the Powerball. I, I have not played the Powerball. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I've done some scratch offs, believe right. me. Um, but I have not done the Powerball. Um, my family was thinking about it. But everybody Think about, thinking you're thinking about, about a two dollar investment? Yeah. I don't know. Like my wife has the whole neighborhood wired. People are now going really? to show up to my house, they're putting like dollar bills and jars and stuff. You're putting two dollars in a jar. You're not gonna I wish they would have a lottery where you could win back all the money you spent on lottery tickets. We have calculated every dime you ever spent on a lottery ticket, and if you win, you get that money back. My wife would probably work with that. That's not bad. She spends a lot of money on lottery tickets. Well, uh, I have, I already told you that story of, of cleaning, but uh, um, because I used to clean uh, something back in the day when, when I was a custodian, I used, yes. to, I used to clean the, uh, the good old the machine. And, yeah, the machines. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I feel like I, I want to do it because it's the $2 investment. Why not? But, I don't want to disappoint myself. I, 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 I'm someone who puts. Their... I'm such a disappointment to me. No, it's how just, am I going to deal with this? I, I put my eggs all in one basket. I, two dollars. I, you I, can't I, even buy an egg for two dollars. <laughs> I'd, I'd be the. You really? get the yolk. Oh, my wife bought eggs, a dozen eggs, four ninety nine. You kidding me? Really? No, four ninety nine for a dozen eggs. May as well buy a chicken with that. Yeah, really, it should come with the chicken. It should I mean? There's plenty of them here, but. At, anyway, let me figure this out. I keep going. So you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm someone who puts their eggs all in one basket. I, I'd be someone saying, you know what? These are my numbers. Let's do it. And I wouldn't get it, and I'd be like, that's it. I'm done. It's forty-one cents an egg. That's really. Look at that quick math. That's forty. No, that's a calculator. I got ah, that's okay. Hey. But you know. All right. So, uh, are you going to buy the ticket or not? Yeah. You know what? You are? I, I may as well. You know what? Why not? 
Okay. As they say, that you know, is isn't New Jersey's thing like, hey, you never know. Exactly. You know. Hey, yeah. Here's New Jersey's thing. New Jersey, New Jersey's thing is more like, you know, who's got a million dollars? This guy's got a million dollars. Oh, he's got millions of dollars. Great job, my friend. New Jersey's new. This has been the Steve Travely Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.